the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, I want to welcome you to the Monday edition of Lifeline. It is Martin Luther King Jr.'s holiday uh, that uh, some Americans are celebrating. And uh, that means you had the day off. That means you didn't have to work. That means you were able to, if you're from California, bask in the sunshine. We had a phenomenal day today here in California. Again, thankful uh, for just uh, the benefit of being a Californian uh, with all of its ups and downs. But today certainly was gorgeous. Your host for this next two hours is Jesse Gistin. The number is one 367 Glad to be sitting in my own Attila Dehan, my own studio, my own uh, homegrown studio here uh, at my picturesque window looking out over the Castro Valley hills and enjoying the redwood trees and eucalyptic trees and other uh, gorgeously arrayed with uh, leafy green foliage uh, in a very clear day compared to just a few months ago when we were dealing with the set and smoke and uh, smog from the fires. Uh, all that to say that uh, glad to be with you on this uh, Monday edition of Lifeline. We've got a couple of days uh, to go officially before we are dealing with uh, Mr. Biden's inauguration as the president of the United States, number 46, right? Number 46 or 47, one of the two. Um, I'll tell you, the year 2020 has been something else. And uh, I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but the year 2021 is not going to be a whole lot different. It just is not. So, yeah, I'll, I'll share with you some of my thoughts about uh, kind of where we are. And maybe we can build a dialogue, like I said, for the next couple of hours. Maybe I can give you some insight as to what I have fortuned upon uh, over the last several days with uh, keenful uh, insights through different uh, what I consider responsible news outlets online. You're not going to get much of that through your mainstream media. They pick and choose filter frame and uh, mold the message for you. But you know what? When the polls make it very clear that most people are picking up on uh, the news outlet, your major news outlets. They are fundamentally propagandist machine, whether on the left or on the right. And, and you know that, that that's a problem. That's a problem. So the Wizard of Oz, that is all of the the, the mechanisms that were used to produce the smoke and mirrors at the end of 2020, the Wizard of Oz uh, fundamentally designed everything to sway the minds of the American people away from what you will experience, I will too, I live here, increased social control, increased loss of rights, increased and growing control of foreign interests in the pockets of American citizens, certainly not to be forbidden, held back or uh, 
are, um, if you will, thwarted by, by the Biden administration. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Biden is shackled down with the reality of him and his son being so deeply entrenched in the pockets of what is growing to be one of our more formidable uh, um, uh, foes and, uh, and, and national interests, and that is the CCP, the uh, Chinese Communist Party. Um, it seems to be uh, very pervasively uh, entrenched in our uh, American politics, in our government, in our business, in our educational system, and in the propaganda that has fundamentally split this country right in half. Um, we started off last week uh, making mention of uh, the uh, the mainstream media's lack of clarity around the, the, the riots that have been the fervor and fire of the second impeachment of the president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Uh, and I stated to you that a BLMer, an Antifa operative, uh, both planned and filmed the event that led up to Ashley Babbitt's death. That was true. It has come out. All sorts of news outlets have basically affirmed the fact that John Sullivan, who was the videographer uh, of that tragic event, uh, was a founder of a group for racial justice and police reform, uh, posted the video on YouTube January 7th, showed him entering the Capitol building in Washington with a group of Trump supporters, surreptitiously uh, speaking, uh, and possibly others on the, the previous day. He's heard a video encouraging others and convincing Capitol Police to let the trespassers through uh, in several impasses. And uh, the video also revealed further details about the situation that led to the death of Ashley Babbitt, the Air Force veteran shot inside the building uh, by Capitol Police. And if you were to watch it, I don't know if you did, but if you do, you get some very interesting insights into what, in fact, I know they're not going to show it. They're not going to show you the whole of that video clip, which I was uh, fortunate to receive from, again, sources that, that do a little bit better uh, job of being on the ground where these things occur so that uh, you get a little bit more footage. Here's how it went for me. Uh, yours, for, yours truly. If you looked at the video clip, something very suspicious clearly appeared that merited the query, or at least concern, was this a setup? And of course, I've heard some people say for sure that what happened in terms of, of the riots at the Capitol was indeed a setup. Uh, full military-geared police with automatic rifles attended these so-called protesters and, and the people that broke in uh, who are called uh, violent protesters. But when you watch the film clips by those who were inside, uh, these people were walking around like they were tourists, taking pictures, selfies, talking, celebrating, admiring a lot of the artwork and uh, artifacts that were in the building. And of course, yes, you had a number of them that were doing what stupid people always do, desecrate, uh, uh, you know, pillage still stuff, take stuff because they forget or don't care that they were on camera. We ought to know cameras are, uh, are everywhere. I'll have I'll make mention of that a little bit earlier. I want to direct you to some websites that'll let you know that NSA, the NSA of which Edward Snowden had uh, warned about, has been working on universal worldwide. Every human being on the planet, all 7 billion human beings on the planet being watched, that means you and me, 
and, and I know most of you know that, but it would be chilling for you to be able to know how well uh, they have the ability to basically intrude into our lives, and they have, and the media shut that down because they don't want you to be thinking conspiracy. But back to the story at hand, what was so curious to me, beside the fact that this young uh, protester, John Sullivan, um, associated with BLM and Antifa uh, by very many video clips of himself um, uh, provoking outrage, provo provoking violence, and provoking destruction of, of American property, persons, etc. He videoed uh, a very up-close shot of the young lady being shot. I told you that last week. But what was strange to me, after the crowd that was trying to bust through the door to enter into the chambers of the Congress, when they heard that that shot, they realized it was more than, you know, firecrackers, and they were amazed because the girl was lying on the floor. But what was strange to me, you guys, was how that the armed military-dressed police that was there at that time, um, looking through the windows to see if anyone was okay on the part of the Congress people. And when he saw several of them appearing to be okay, he gave them a thumbs up. And I thought that that's weird. It would seem to me that the uh, military police that was supposed to be gathering these violent, hostile protesters and rushing them out of the building summarily would have been completely surprised by the shot and would have been just basically uh, apprehending everybody that's around. But can I tell you the truth? If you didn't see it, it was as if the police really didn't care about the protesters. Not really. It seemed like they gave the thumbs up that uh, somehow what had happened was okay. That was absolutely strange to me. Now, immediately, I'm, I'm going, this doesn't fit the narrative. This doesn't fit the idea that these were overwhelming, overpowering, rabid, uh, uh, if you were, protesters, violent insurrectionists that basically pummeled and trummeled the police. It just, if you saw the video yourself, ladies and gentlemen, you would never come away with that conclusion. And so what are we to say about this? Here's the problem again. Only in Russia, only in China, only in Venezuela or other communist socialist countries do their governments stage events to create an outcome for political purposes. But this never happens in America, right? Never, never. It's certainly uh, not under um, the incoming administration. The Democrats and the Republicans would not be co-conspirators, would they, in a final mishap, uh, a final kind of protest event that was, according to almost all careful news outlets, was, uh, was made known of several days in advance. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you and I could know that they were going to be protesting at the Capitol several days in advance, all over the internet, all over the world, wouldn't? the government know it? Wouldn't the politicians and congressmen know it? Wouldn't the CIA, FBI, and every other secret surveillance agency in America not know it? Of course they would. There's not much that's going on in our world that our government does not know and is aware of. It is, however, a fact that they don't particularly exercise the greatest wisdom in the implementation of their intelligence. A lot of times they ignore it for its own purposes.
which becomes the problem for for many of us who would be able who would love to be able to trust our government but on so many levels historically including the death of beloved Martin Luther King Jr uh, we have just a lot of problems with our government, and I am stating that we're going to have more problems with uh, events over the course of this year, particularly centered in COVID, centered in economics, centered in uh, politics, centered in protests. Yes, even though Mr. Biden is going to be the president, looks like it, uh, he will be having uh, protests and uh, events occurring because they will not like his policies either. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. The lines are open. You and I can talk uh, whatever is on your heart and mind, so long as it's important and so long as it's interesting. The number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Look forward to hearing from you here shortly. Got to take a break. Pay some bills. We will be right back. All right, we are back. The time is 521. Three lines are open. one 367 if you want to just take the next hour and 45 minutes and talk about our world, talk about the word, talk about your walk with Christ, our world, the word, the walk, your walk with Christ. We can we can do that. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. For those of you who are in the know or want to be in the know, about some of these things that are going on and you're just not getting, you know, significant, significant sources by which you can learn about COVID, by which you can learn about the elections, by which you can learn about what's going on in governments around the world. I'm going to uh, refer you to a site called BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, BitChute, BitChute. B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. It is very informative, and uh, you can start with, are the COVID-19 vaccines safe? Something is not right. Part one and two, bit shoot. And then they will also be leading you to different other sites where sources and professionals uh, that are in the different fields that you would be wanting to hear from. We'll talk to you about the complications going on with COVID and other things. And there's another one on BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, that's called the Kill Chain. The Kill Chain, yes, that's the word K-I-L-L and C-H-A-I-N, the Kill Chain, the cyber war on America's election for 2020. If you read, if you watch these two, you will be utterly amazed at what I have learned about how well our government knows that our elections have been hacked for years, both by Russia and by China. And I'll, I'll tell you, there would be a whole lot to be said about how it is that the election was indeed fraudulently uh, stolen this year uh, of, in, in, in favor of, of Joe Biden. Uh, and I would have to admit now that I am uh, gathering more information and data, what I have taught you for years about the dialectical process, that is the wickedness of both left and right, plotting and working, appearing to be in opposition to each other. But the swamp elements of our government are absolutely on the same page, quite frankly, when you begin to investigate deeply the inability to actually... Uh, apprehend and stop the kind of uh, imposition upon our elections this year 
lies at the door of Mitch McConnell. If you watch this particular video clip by BitChute that I'm stating, I think it's about an hour and a half program, Kill Chain, the Cyber War on America's Election, will let you know that basically both the House and the Senate, Republicans and Democrats, were really ready to find out what happened in the uh, tw uh, uh, 2016 election. Why? Because the Dems wanted to get at the president and, and the Republicans wanted to get at the Democrats. They all wanted it to find out. But Mr. Mitch McConnell, who happens to be married to um, a Chai Khan, very precariously said, no, we don't want to press any further into this. This is a dead end road. I don't know if you guys remember, but President Trump would make the statement, where is the Durbin report? Where is the Durbin report? And uh, it never appeared, did it? And that's because it was stopped at the doorstep, sadly, of Mitch McConnell. Uh, a bill was being posited both by the Dems and the uh, Republicans, and uh, he basically stopped it. Now we know, we know now that four of the investigation to have occurred would have exposed a lot of Republicans as well. That's why you've got so many Republicans that want to get on the bandwagon for a second impeachment as well of Mr. Uh, Donald J. Trump. I'll tell you, my opinion and my assessment is that uh, he didn't want to play the game from day one. The game of inside politics swamp trading uh, of, of the power of their position to foreign interests. And because he didn't want to play the game, it put him in an adversarial role with them, and they needed to shut down his capacity to expose them even more than they have been exposed. Um, but I think the rabbit's out of the bag. I think the cat's out of the bag. I think that what you're going to be seeing again in 2020, one, uh, 2021, if the media d is not complicit with shutting us uh, down even more fully than you are already seeing in terms of censorship uh, and, uh, and and basically shutting individuals down who seem and appear to try to be a, a, a pro-Trumper or question even the election, which is as communistic as you can get, quite frankly, to, 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 to shut down, stifle free speech is as uh, or welling as you could ever have it. Uh, and I know it's hard to believe that it's happening, but it is happening and it will increase uh, more fully. Um, I see a couple of scenarios. If somehow they are able to summarily and adequately and decisively shut Donald Trump down, send him away, send him to Siberia, uh, you know, rhetorically speaking, so that he is not an issue, you will hear little or no more around the Joe Biden issue with China and his son, uh, forget his name. Anyhow, you won't hear anything about that. You won't hear anything about election fraud. You won't hear anything going forward about anything that would expose the swamp for its treasonous uh, behavior towards the American citizenry and the Constitution because, you know, the goal of a criminal elements is just to put a cap on it, and that's what they want to do. So right now, the hue and cry is Trump is the one that created all this mess. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be divided as a country. But you know better than that. You just know better than that. Uh, whenever God wants to pull a lid off of a thing, no one can hide it. That's what he said. Whatsoever is done in secret will come to the light. And uh, 
And that's what's going on now. So unfortunately for many of those of you who are patriots of Trump and and, and, and sworn advocates for Mr. Trump, unfortunately, based upon, uh, you know, the trajectory right now and even some of his own behavior, some of the false prophecies that are going forth about him, you know, uh, moving in militarily and uh, confiscating and, and criminalizing the swamp is just, you know, just talk, just talk. You know, we got the next couple of days before that kind of delusional uh, language that that's coming from Q and coming from other websites. I don't know why they're doing it, but I, you know, I'm sure they know as well that a sucker is born every day, and that when people really want to simply believe something without substantiating it whatsoever by legitimate criteria, by legitimate facts, then they'll just buy into it. They won't do the research. They won't be objective. They won't be critical. They'll simply buy into it without any substantial evidence whatsoever. And I think that that is kind of where uh, society is now. My heart is broken around what is about to take place with regards to these vaccines, with regards to the digital uh, uh, immunity uh, 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 print that's about to take place, digital immunity uh, placard, digital immunity uh, card, digital immunity proof that Bill Gates is uh, is promoting along with the vaccines. That means that you and I won't be able to go places, do things, work without having the digital uh, immunity proof, uh, whether that's uh, a proof that's a card available, a proof that's uh, uh, on your cell phone or a proof that's a kind of digital chip that will be placed in your hand or somewhere on your body for the very purpose of uh, of uh, qualifying you to get about your life. That That is not uh, a conspiracy theory, uh, notwithstanding people who quickly love to use that term as a justification for not dealing with the complex issues that's going on in our country. It's explicitly stated publicly and abroad, has been talked about on major media outlets for the last several years, and here we are. And again, before I take a break, and I've got two lines open, you can find Dr. Fauci, Donald Trump's uh, advisor for health, uh, the head of the CDC, saying two years ago that he was certain that 2017, almost three years ago, that he was certain that we were going to have a pandemic, certain. Now, how can you do that unless the pandemic is planned and therefore it's not a pandemic, it's a pandemic? How can you do that and, and then also be involved in vaccines that directly implicate the, the, the virus in order to be a rescuer from the crisis. Now, you know, again, we don't want to hear this. We don't want to believe it. But it's so blatantly out there in the news that all you have to do is a little bit of work to put it together and you'll discover, hey, the only reason that I don't believe this is because I don't want to believe that our government is fundamentally given to creating scenarios affecting events, like I said earlier, uh, producing crises, and then coming in to rescue us only to uh, continually and incrementally take away our rights so that we are much more in uh, subjection to whatever big government says to do. If you don't do it, you are in danger. And again, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the tactic of the communist socialist 
uh, agenda explicitly known by our government, laid out in articles that have uh, exposed this, and here it is now in our lives and in our world, physically and practically. Only, I got a feeling, I got a feeling that we're not under enough pressure uh, from the controls uh, that are uh, being implemented by our government for us to wake up to the reality that uh, we have had a change of constitution. Anyhow, I've got to take a break. Two lines open. one 888 Let's get at it. one 888 I'll be right back. And we are back. The time is 533 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines open. one 367 5329-188-367-5329, willing to talk to you about almost anything that would be of interest to you, me, and our vast, beloved listening audience. Um, I, I do want to ask you, did you join us this Saturday? If you did, with our rules of engagement, I know it was kind of a short notice we gave our public, but uh, we had a wonderful time on Saturday uh, dealing with the rules of engagement. My topic was friendship and love. And, and I, I think I'll you know give you a little exhortation around that a little later on in the um, uh, program. But if you, if you were there and you, you listened to the Monday program, I'd love to hear from you as to what you took away. What was your inference? What did you take away from the class on the keys of um, success and failure in marriage? Because we did press into it for some four hours and uh, had a great time, and I'd love to hear from you as to what you may have benefited from the topic of our class. one 888 Let me go to line one and talk with Jermaine and Alameda. Jermaine, what's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, wanted to kind of chime in while I have the chance. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on with with work? Did you pick up something yet, or are we still in in, in a holding pattern? Well, um, I had a uh, kind of a last minute blessing open up, so I actually had to return to to the Midwest um, uh, Saturday. So okay, yeah, I'm, I'm actually yeah, I'm on the Midwest now. But okay, you know, yeah, God bless me again. So I can't say much more than that. Amen, amen. So, what's your thoughts, man? Well, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the uh, last week. Uh, you know, I, I watched the Capitol Hill incident. I, I don't, I don't know if insurrection is accurate because that that word has a lot more, you know, nefarious meaning. And I watched some of the interactions, and it, what happened was definitely inappropriate. But it, it's hard for me to call it what certain news outlets are trying to call it. Um, and I'm sure they'll have TV movies made after it because it was very dramatic. But I see a lot of people in there that they were kind of taking selfies and, you know, they're kicking their feet up. And I think they did it to make a point, you know, and of course you had some agitators involved, but I think, you know, with that and everything else we've seen, I know a lot of people were hoping for 2020 to end, but for me, it, it kind of seems like 2020 going into 2021 was just kind of the beginning of things. Cause I don't see how our nation's ever going to be the same after all this. Um, it just seemed to me that we watched one of the, the greatest gaslighting operations of all time from the media to the, the organized protests in the streets. And, you know, they use people through uh, lockdowns of social media to, to kind of weaponize people. And they actually had a lot of people working for free spreading propaganda. And I saw this in my own family. And I, uh, I think unfortunately 
you know, the president, his own narcissism and ego was kind of used against him. And certain people showing up absolutely planned to do what they did. They took advantage, and he's going to look like the fall guy now. Um, the entire impeachment process, I watched that too. I, I actually detest most of that stuff, but I want to be informed. For me, when I saw people in Congress running for their lives and what they thought they were running for their lives, it kind of it spoke to me as a, as a kind of hypocrisy because these are the same people who, you know, they would they were so outraged that their sacred halls were pierced, but they legislate babies getting killed in the womb. They legislate all kinds of immoral acts and completely ignored things about the other candidate as far as Russia, China, and and all these other things that we know happen. And I'm I'm not on either side, but when I see over a thousand people sign affidavits. I know there's at least enough there to worthy of taking a look at all these people independently do not know each other and they're saying the same thing. So for me, and I kind of wanted your thoughts on this. I kind of wondered if, if Psalm two would apply here, uh, especially verse four about the Lord sitting in heaven and kind of laughing at the best laid plans of the, the so-called wise people who pull all this stuff off and, I just kind of wonder if what we're seeing is not a form of judgment on the entire country because everyone is clapping and cheering about all the immoral ways that power was achieved. But I'm kind of wondering if it's a, you know, beware what you ask for because God might give you more than you, you thought you could handle because we see a lot of immoral people in power now. So yeah, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think you did an excellent assessment of a number of critical issues synoptically uh, for the year 2020, Jermaine, I think it was excellent. I think people who have put at least one ear to the pulse and have not stuck their head in the sand and either just chose a side out of normalcy bias um, or or just were lazy. I think people who have just done a little bit of critical thinking are, are in complete agreement with the, uh, a fundamental assessment that you made. Um, of course, you know, as much as I can without getting too contaminated by by the uh, agenda, plan, practice, methodologies, the dialectical process, the left-right narrative, the, the, the flood of propaganda over the course of 2020, but even before that, starting in 2016, when they tried to you know, uh, impeach the president, it was on from the moment that they knew that President Trump was not going to play the game of good old boys in the uh, Congress and Senate. He just wasn't going to do it. And he had to fight all the way through. He got hoodwinked. He got uh, taken advantage of. You are right. He's human. Uh, narcissism, his uh, his carnality, fleshliness. Uh, he he had no idea how sobering he would have had to be to be able to successfully pull off uh, an election the second time because he actually knew that the first election was fraught with problems, but because it worked to his advantage, he didn't press it through. This time around, he really did try to go after some of these elements, but what he discovered is that in our government with the three branches of power, uh, a president is not a dictator, and if he doesn't employ certain strategic tactics to actually penetrate into those other um, offices, those three branches, those other two, uh, legislative and judicial, he's not going to get the cooperation that he needs to get things done. That's what I was stating about the Dur Durbin report. The Durbin report is on the website, bit shoot, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. 
um, uh, the 20, uh, 2020 elections bit shoot, um, you'll find that they press deeply into and analyze critically with, uh, with, with film uh, editorials that are directly from the White House itself. So this is not just merely somebody doing a commentary. These are uh, sites that actually explain and show you how that our Senate and Congress has been mired in this stuff for a long time. They've been mired in this stuff uh, for a long time, but they know how to mire down and not release data and information until they have achieved their objective. So right now, you know, Donald Trump has been able to release a lot of the dossier, the still dossier about the fake, uh, you know, Russian involvement in his election. And, and all of that will be, you know, red meat for, for Republicans or conservatives or what have you. But this is after the fact. That's how our government has worked all the way back, if you will, to, to in my lifetime, uh, you know, uh, Richard Nixon. And so it's really a strategic way in which they hold up information, uh, put information out there, misinformation, and uh, unfortunately, this year, it has worked marvelously, as you know, with big tech, uh, Google, Facebook, and Twitter, in terms of putting up firewalls and smoke screens uh, for, uh, against the American people, and now censoring people for even having an opinion. So you and I are seeing a fabulous, fraudulent, uh, massive socialist methodology People, again, people from the third world country would easily tell you what's happening here in America. They grew up with this in these third world countries or in socialist communist countries. And this is not new to them. It's just it's unbelievable to us in America because we actually think we're free when we're not. And so going forward, we're about to see another uh, cascade of events that are going to even be more challenging for all of us as Americans, and we're going to have to just be rooted and grounded, which is our theme this year. As you know, being rooted and grounded, taking root downward, bearing fruit upwards, so that not only are we under uh, aware of what's going on politically, but profoundly clear on the rule of Jesus Christ over all this, because as you stated, he is ruling it, and he's ruling it in a way that we need to be sober to make sure that we are not uh, deceived or uh, unfriendly in the cause of Christ, as I talked about on Saturday. I've got to take a hard break. Two lines open, one triple eight three six seven. Two lines open, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. I'll be right back. We are back. The time five fifty two on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Eight minutes in this segment, and then we get to turn the corner. Two lines open, one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. Two lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. If you want to join the conversation for the next hour on the Monday edition of Lifeline with your host Jesse Gistan, let's go to line two. Talk with James in the Bay. James, what's going on? Hey PJ, how you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Good to hear your voice. What you up to? Well, listen, I, first of all, I just want to uh, thank God for you, your family, and your congregation and the work that you guys are doing because you know, we're so in the dark, you know, without it. So I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you sharing the uh, bit shoot because I was going to email you on that so I could, uh, you know, get some more information on on some of the sources. I also wanted yeah. to get your intake on uh, the Salem Now Network, where I guess which is the uh, 
parent organization of KFAX that they have a, a, a conservative uh, news website that, produce, that has certain uh, documentaries on there. I was wondering if you had a chance to look at anything they had on there. I, to, I, uh, I have. I've looked at a number of uh, Salem's documents uh, it, relative to to you know to the agenda that that Salem Broadcasting. It's the Christian Radio uh, uh, International Network, as you know, and so they are generally going to be coming from a fundamentally conservative uh, slant, and and that and it's all cool. You know, you're going to meet some of your mainstream uh, celebrants. That um, that that we we would all 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 know you know Candace Owen uh, 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 you know L uh, Larry Elders and and several of the others those guys are cool I, and I, and I'm I'm fine with them because they do their job in so far as you know uh, the fundamentals of conservatism is uh, uh, is concerned but I go I I try to go a little bit deeper James and, and get the uh, the news from people who are not necessarily beholding beholden to, to big business and big interests. I've found just in my walk uh, in life that even with Christianity, when it ends up getting too big, it ends up being compromised too. And then they end up, you know, being able to actually only uh, survive or peddle our, our proper uh, general conservative information that does not actually get at the facts. And, and basically what I'm saying is too many times it's susceptible to the swamp as well, because, you know, they're doing the dialectic. I've been teaching you guys this for decades, and, and I know you know what I mean by that. The left-right narrative, they, they, they appear to be in opposition to each other, but unfortunately that pump card is still going down the same direction. And when I don't hear uh, the kind of news that's willing to be critical on both sides, then I, I'm going to get a little bit, I'm going to get a little bit suspicious because, you know, I'm trying to get at the heart of why a train only goes in one direction when it's operating out of two colors. And you know what I mean by that. So that, that you know, that being said, it, there'll be some good things there, um, but, but BitChute and there will be a few other sites that you can go to that. Um, I would start with the Epic Time, the Epic Time, E-P-O-C-H. And they will also um, begin to uh, lead you and link you to quality conservative uh, 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 news outlets that are a lot more, uh, uh, what I would say, critical in their analysis and professional in their approach because they really are simply trying to inform the American people of what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah, happy times. I, I am familiar with them, so I'll look deeper into them. Yeah, okay. but, but also, you know, you you mentioned something in, in your uh, in your monologue about you know not necessarily about January twenty first, but what's to take place after Trump leaves you know office. You know, they, all of the propaganda about they're going to have to force him out. He's already said he's going to leave peaceably and you know, those sort of things. But it's just you know very interesting. I have a conversation with my wife and others about how he wasn't part of the. Good old boys. I mean, they, they they consider him a good old boy because he supposedly represents the Proud Boys and the Confederates and all those sort of things. But that, uh, that again, is propaganda. I just believe he's, he's his own man. He's flawed, just like, you know, many others, you know, in yes, the situation. Uh, but, but my thing is, is that will he? I wonder if he'll take the opportunity, if given the opportunity to stay around Washington and do what... Obama did after he left 
after after his term was up. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know any other ex president that stayed around the D.C. scene and had and interfered with politics as much as Obama did after his years out of office. Now you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall any. Usually, most I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you two, and they all cousins: Obama, Clinton, and Bush. Uh, if you do your research, again, there's the dialectic, right? You got Bush, who is a quasi-conservative. Then you got Clinton. Then you got Obama. And they all looked like they were adversaries. But you'll notice that they popped up conveniently over the last year, two or three times, in concert together, going after Trump. Now, why are they doing that? Because they're all part of the swamp. Trump is not. They really don't want, they did not want Trump to, to advance or succeed anywhere in relationship to what's going on. And and more germanely to your question, what does a president who comes to learn the kinds of things that Bush, uh, Obama, Clinton, and now Trump have learned? What, what does a man do who's learned so much about the entrails of the swamp as Trump did when he leaves office? He has a number of things he has to determine. He has to determine whether or not he wants to continue pushing the lid up on the uh, swamp because he can do that now that he was able to achieve 74 plus million votes. If we actually got the tally right, everybody knows that it was more than that. But when you know you've got 74 million people that voted for you because nobody's contesting whether or not, you know, uh, the votes for Trump were uh, fraudulent. They're only contesting, and rightly so, when you look at the evidence, the votes for, for Biden. So what that means is you are, you go out of the office with, pup, with public popularity, and according to the polls, his popularity is increasing. What that means is he could really become a people's person and, and inform the American citizenry in a way to uh, arm them to be much more shrewd and much more politically savvy to actually uh, address a number of the uh, insulting policies that are about to take place under the Biden administration. He could do that. He could prepare to run in uh, in four years. I doubt that he will because he'll be in his 80s and that that's tough. Uh, the third thing he could do, which is probably going to be the thing that he does uh, in some ways or another, is just be quiet, go back, and begin uh, being part of the elite, money-bearing societies that are going to be running the digital currency agenda that will emerge within the next couple of years when our economy actually collapses and he'll be safe, his family will be safe, they won't be part of the uh, pillaging of the middle class and poor people, you and I will. You and I will be forced to deal with this very strong socialist, tyrannical policy of having to buy into the digital uh, uh, um, you know, uh, immune uh, <clears throat> proof or ticket or uh, card by which the only way we can work, move, and have our being is to uh, to succumb to it. And that is exactly what the lawyers, what Fauci, what big uh, vaccine, big pharma, uh, Bill Gates is um, prognosticating. They're not going to let this world go on any further without creating a health mandate that dominates society and becomes central to the government policies, which you already hear with Biden, you hear with Pelosi, you hear with the left 
magnificently. And if the, the swamp gets even nastier, where the Republicans don't have any balls, guts, uh, hookspa, or whatever you may use as an analogy for doing what they should have been doing for the American people, um, we're going to be under the tyrannical control of a massive uh, protracted deception that has already demonstrated it has had great power over the American people out of fear of health issues. That's that's where we're going, and that's what's going to occur. Look, I've got to take a hard break. Thanks for the call, my dear brother. Call again anytime. one 367 one I'll talk to you and anyone else on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. 